I think you have to develop strength of character because learning isn't always easy. It's Johnny from Strive to Learn with another episode of Mindful Admissions. Not a lot of people know this, but back in September, Drive to Learn just won its best in Orange County in tutoring for, I think, the seventh time. And considering how saturated the market here is in Orange County, I mean, there's hundreds, if not thousands of tutors and tutoring centers. You know, we're I feel like we're the New England Patriots of uh, tutoring centers, except we're better than the New England Patriots because we've won seven times. Kind of got me to thinking like well what makes us so different and i felt a little bad because you know i work here this is my job i should know where but i couldn't quite put my finger on exactly what made us work so well so i asked our founder josephine borman i really think it's because mentorship is at the center of our mission we are tutors we're college counselors we're academic advisors and we're test prep coaches. But even though we all have different specialties and do different things with our students, one thing that we all have in common is that we really want to be mentors for our students. So filling a space that might not be fillable by a teacher, a parent, a friend, but kind of its own niche um, of being someone who can help guide the student to become more confident, more empathetic, more curious, and to really believe in themselves and to believe that they can tackle any challenge that they want to. Why did you decide to implement those values into a tutoring center? Are they formative in your own experience or? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think that if you want to learn anything, right, I think you have to develop strength of character because learning isn't always easy. Um, and I think a huge part of learning is learning how to make mistakes and to embrace those. And I think you have to be pretty confident with yourself to be able to embrace mistakes. And you have to have empathy towards yourself and towards others in order to understand that learning is really a process. Um, it's not an on-off switch. And it's not the same for everyone. So uh, really being able to hold space for yourself as well as for your classmates or friends who might be struggling with different things than you're struggling with um, and understanding that learning is a really multifaceted, yeah, fun thing that can be really challenging sometimes, but that you can embrace that part of the challenge because that's what really means that you are learning. For me, since you asked me about my personal experience, um, I think a big part was really sucking at math throughout all of school, basically, after elementary school um, or, you know, after German elementary school. So starting fifth grade, I, I really struggled with math. And I had to take two years of calculus because I went to high school in Germany and that's the basic math there and everyone has to take it. And I had D's all the way through. But the thing is, I made it through. I may have had a D all the way through, but I made it through. I got towards the end of it. I graduated German high school with the Abitur, which means you're allowed to enter college. And that in itself is something to embrace. And the fact that I got through it may not look pretty <laughs> how I got through it, but I got through it and I learned patience with myself. I learned that I can get through anything, even if it sucks and it's hard. Um, and I learned that sometimes 
the thing you're learning isn't actually what you're learning. I remember nothing from calculus, but I definitely remember how to work hard, how to push through challenges, um, and how to pick myself up even when it's really frustrating. So that's what I learned throughout my very frustrating high school experience with math. Um, and I find that it has really benefited me now in the long run. And that's what I want my students to gain. You don't have to love every single, um, or our students at Strive to Gain, you don't have to love every single subject, but I hope that you can at least glean one little, you know, shiny little diamond out of all that hard work you're putting in, all that pressure you're putting yourself under and squeeze one little diamond out of all that pressure that you can say, hey, I made this, I got this. It may not be why I did this, but this is something I learned that I can take into my life beyond academics, beyond just this class. That's really, those are really cool qualities to embed into a tutoring center that you don't normally think about is like the, what learning really teaches you. How do those qualities kind of portray in how you conduct your sessions with students? I think that we always want to get to know our students as humans. And we really want to teach our students the skill set to help themselves. So our sessions are not homework help. Um, if that's something that someone's looking for, you know, someone handholding um, the student while the student is doing homework, they could probably be doing on their own. That's not something we do at that point. We'd probably say, hey, you know, I don't I feel like you don't really need this session. You know, maybe um, we we skip today or, or something like that. So um, in that sense, like we don't teach we don't do the work with our students. We teach our students the tools so that they can then after the session confidently complete their homework on their own and have that learning experience because we don't want to foster dependency. We want to foster self-efficacy. That's really important to us because if our student, um, if our students are dependent on us, then we are doing them a huge disservice. And that's in the end who we're in it for. We're here for the students. That's why I started Strive to Learn. It's to help students find some sort of joy in learning, even when the subject might be frustrating for them. And to really help them gain that belief in themselves. And we can't do that if we're going to make them dependent on us. So our motto is always, let's put ourselves out of a job. Let's work with the student in a way that the student at the end of the session feels confident, or at least is a step closer to feeling confident on doing this by themselves. Of course, there's a lot of scaffolding. You know, you, you have to let go bit by bit over the course of sessions so it's not like you have one session and, and all your learning issues are solved of course not but as a young person moves through especially high school and learns to take on more and more independence with their learning um it's really important to that that mentorship kind of scaffolds around that so that the student is the one who keeps climbing that mountain but has a guide Right. But we're not carrying the student up that mountain. We're not going to do that for them. Uh, the student has legs. They can learn. Right. We'll we'll give them an axe, a pickaxe. We'll we'll hook them up to a safety rope um, and we'll guide them along the way, whichever way or route that student wants to take up that mountain. Right. Um, but that's still the student's responsibility. We are here to help and guide. So what does that look like in an actual session? Well, I think really important is to get to know the student's life because confidence is so much more than just an academic subject. 
right? Something may have happened with your boyfriend that day. Something, maybe your dog died. Um, maybe you're having some issues with your parents. Maybe you're struggling socially at school. Uh, maybe you tried out for a play um, or for, for a team and it didn't work out, right? So what else is going on in your life? Really take a holistic approach. Um, that's why we love being online because it actually allows us to be really, um, really personal with our students. We get to know each other's pets, right? All of that fun Zoom stuff. Um, so it's kind of nice. Um, and it, it opened going completely online and really stepping away from any brick and mortar work um, really allowed us to see a side of our students that we hadn't seen before, which makes the sessions really fun and interesting. How are some other ways that Strive to Learn is different than other tutoring centers? You mentioned that we don't do homework help, but we're really more about mentorship. What makes Besides, I guess, our philosophy about learning, what are some other ways that we're unique? I think it's that we really try to be a support system for our clients um, throughout different realms. So we do three things, and I crafted this on purpose that we do these three things so that one family could get all the help they need um, throughout middle and high school. Um, of course, we also have younger and older clients, but the majority of our clients are high school age. And so we offer tutoring, which you might need, tutoring and academic coaching, which you might need that kind of support when you're first starting high school, getting used to a, a heavier load, starting APs, et cetera. We also offer tutor, uh, sorry, test prep, um, which allows us to help those students that we already know from tutoring um, figure out how to handle these standardized tests or not, hopefully, right? Because of test optional, not everyone needs a test anymore. So we do advise on that as well, really trying to find the least stressful way for the student. And as you're taking these tests, you're taking them because you want to go and get into college. So we also have a robust college counseling team um, ready to help any student along their journey, especially throughout junior and senior year. So the nice thing is you don't have to go out of house, meet someone new, shop around again. You can really get help from a team that's really united behind the scenes um, that shares information about you. Your tutor and your college counselor can discuss what's really important for you right now. Um, and you know you really have this team at your back. At the same time, we're a small business. So our team is five to eight people, right? We're really close. It's not like there are like 30 people and, you, you know, people you don't even know know stuff about you. It's not like that. It's all very confidential and very tight knit. Um, and we're really here as a tight knit team to support all of our students. That's awesome. In a really personal way. Uh, you sounds like you guys, you could can triage, you know, like the triage support services. Like, oh, they need to work on this more um, this week. Oh, the cat is like really, really right there. <laughs> On the keyboard. Can you go away, cat? <laughs> Tutoring has a high, you know, high turnover rate. What I've noticed is actually really unique about Strive is that we keep our tutors and our staff members for a lot longer than the usual. Why do you think our employees stick with us so long? Um, because I always, always am hoping for them to do so. <laughs> Sending it out into the universe. <laughs> um, well, I think that just as we value each and every student and client who we work with as a whole human being, I think we do the same thing with our employees. I hope at least that's what that's what we strive for. 
So we really try to keep communication really open um, between our employees. And we also really try to hire employees who are really at the top of social and emotional intelligence, who are able to make what they are good at in their field really accessible to a student in the way that that student can learn it. So we hire people who are very excited about the human aspect of tutoring. We don't hire someone just because they got a perfect score on the ACT, because we don't believe that that would automatically make them a perfect tutor for the ACT. I'd rather hire someone who made a couple little mistakes that are fixable, who is extremely good at connecting with people, at bringing people out of their shell, and at reading subtle nuances of body language, gestures, facial expressions, who can really kind of dig in deep with students and notice what might be going on. Because that's the tutor who's really going to resonate with that student. That's the tutor who's going to be a mentor. That's the tutor who's going to be motivating to a student. Thank you. That was actually, that answered my next question I was going to ask. So (laughs) I appreciate that. You know where it's going. Um, What, and I, and I totally agree that I think, how you approach your students is definitely how you approach your employees, that, that kind of quality of like treating them as a whole human being and like human beings first um, definitely shows through. Uh, and well, that's the thing here since you are one of them. <laughs> I know like I'm not a, I'm not a um, impartial person here, but I definitely, <laughs> you know, I can vouch for, I can vouch for you. About that. <laughs> um, so when you're hiring, you know, cause all of our tutors are also different, but they're all very much united about this empathetic compassion what kind of stood out to you most when you were hired when you're interviewing William versus Josh versus Ramsey? Like I know each of us bring our own yeah, unique um, take on the world. I'm gonna start with Ramsey actually. Um, who is, I have to admit, the tutor I know the least since he doesn't live here. Um, but I remember reading the word empathetic twice in his resume. So even before I met him, I was like, wow, I don't think I've ever read a resume that actually highlighted this value. So it really, really intrigued me. Um, And Ramsey is someone who knows several cultures. He's multilingual, um, has lived in and grown up in two separate cultures, and is also an extremely interdisciplinary interested human. So all of that really spoke to me because tutoring is quite interdisciplinary. And the fact that kind of the the humanistic aspect kind of stood out from from the start was really intriguing to me about Ramsey. Um, And he's been great with our students for quite a while now. William is our head counselor. I hired William a long time ago. I think it's been over six years now. I actually have to check. Um, We're either at the six-year mark or just over it. And yeah, I believe it was December. So might might just be right there at that work anniversary right now. And with William, it was really interesting because I hired him as a test prep tutor. Um, He was very part-time test prep tutor. And over time... William's someone who kind of comes out of his shell bit by bit. Him, his biggest vice is being too humble, I would say. <laughs> so bit by bit, I just realized that he has this tremendous calming effect on students. So he does really well with students who uh, really stress themselves out. And he's a very, very 
open and understanding person. And I, and he loves storytelling and writing. I was like, you know, well, maybe he's interested in helping students with college essays. So that's how he kind of started becoming a college counselor. Um, and then, yeah, he became a full-fledged college counselor several years ago. Um, I trained him myself and he completed a certificate um, in the UC system towards educational consulting. And he's grown so much over the years that now he's our head counselor uh, and spearheads everything and trains our entire team. So with William, I really saw all of this come out the more I got to know him and the more he worked for us. Uh, coming to Josh, Josh is really quite interesting because he loves hanging out with his students and he loves getting to know them. He loves uh, finding shared interests. I remember um, when we still had the center, I walked in to a tutoring room where the light was still on. It was like 8 p.m. I'm like, oh, I thought everyone's sessions were done. And he's sitting there and has two big monitors and is playing a video game with his student Paul. <laughs> and they're just gaming together and having a ball. And so this was, of course, after their session, not not paid time or anything like that. Um, but they had planned this for a few weeks that after that session, they were going to, um, you know, both play this video game together that they both love that they found out they have a shared love for. So I love that Josh always like finds the time to really um, engage with his students beyond just the tutoring or the subject matter. Um, if they do have something unique like that in common. Um, and he kind of has this little fan club of people uh, or students who just really vibe with that because he's a very, very um, kind of um, yeah, like casual could, you know, could be a friend tutor. Well, he's also an expert in his subject matter. I mean, the man has a master's in physics, just saying, I have no idea what he teaches. I, I can't even understand those concepts. So, uh, you know, that's kind of a nice mix, um, especially in a science and math tutor um, to, to have that, that kind of personalized attention on top of it. And then Amanda, um, one of our counselors, Amanda, whom I hired um, also several years ago, I actually met through my my fiance and he just felt like she's a great person who kind of lights up the room and would do really well on our team. And so I took his word for it and interviewed her a few times um, and really felt that she has this quality of really instilling optimism in anyone who's sitting in front of her. And I think that's that's something that's really difficult to learn. And it's something that um you know, everyone who's thinking about applying to college can really use in their lives, right? Um, and so her too, I trained as a college counselor. I like finding my people green and really giving them the knowledge and and molding them into what our students need, um, as long as they already have those personal qualities that are unlearnable, basically, <laughs> once you're an adult. And then you, Shawnee, I hired you because you think outside of the box and you have great ideas and you're also not afraid to do like an eight hour interview because um, anyone <laughs> listening to this or reading this, it's not that easy to get hired at Strive. It's not just an interview and you're in. Mm -hmm. There are tests to be taken if you're going to be a test prep tutor. Um, there are mock tutoring sessions you're going to do, um, or if you're going to be more on the administrative side. Um, we have a lot of little tests and, and practice scenarios for you as well, because I find that it's easy to talk about doing something well, but just doing it is the, the bigger indicator, right? So 
I have no problem hiring someone who has no experience as long as I can see that you have the kind of those those unteachable <laughs> soft skills underneath mm-hmm. that will make you good and quick at learning whatever hard skills you may still need for the job. Uh, and I think this is Jose. Thank you. Um, so Jose is our probably our newest hire, and he's also been with us for over a year already. Um, time just kind of flies, like a year and a half now. Um, so it's, yeah, it's kind of crazy because you're right. There's a lot of turnover usually for tutors. Um, so we were extremely lucky that we've held up roles for so long. Yeah, Jose is really unique because he is studying engineering, but math didn't always come easy to him. Um, so he's in all these high level calculus classes, all, all that fun stuff. Um, but you know, he's studying, he's making mistakes. And I think that really makes an excellent math tutor paired with his youth. He's a college student right now and can really resonate with what the younger generation needs because he is part of that generation, which I think is a huge, huge strength. And, um, he also has helped his brother a lot who has some learning differences. So he has that sensitivity just from over the years of being around other people who might have focus issues or, or whatever else going on and really understands how to adapt to every student and what that student needs. And also Jose has the biggest smile. It's like impossible to not like him <laughs> or, or smile back. So yeah, he's, he's really a joy to be around. He really is. Um, He's like personally he has he loves Rubik's cubes and like he has dyed pink hair. It's cool. <laughs> I know. Oh man. Yeah, those Rubik's cubes, he's like solved several of them and they're all over the walls in his dorm, which is so cool. <laughs> How you said you're okay with you know hiring the green. What is your training process? So once once we decide to hire someone, um which, like I said, is several hoops to jump through to get to that point. We have several sessions um, on giving feedback on mock tutoring sessions. So really helping the tutor kind of hone in on the nuances of working with a student and and really getting to know kind of the the typical things that students might say or do that actually show something, but you have to dig a little deeper to get to what's really going on. So really helping the, the tutor develop that finesse and that that sense of, hey, there might be something more here and how to dig towards that in a way that puts the student at ease instead of making them uncomfortable or anything like that. Um, we also train our tutors extensively on how to teach independence. (laughs) So how do I need to structure my session so that I'm not making the student dependent on me? So how can I encourage the student to ask questions? How can I kind of scaffold so that I'm stepping back bit by bit um, so that the student is neither too lost because we're asking for too much independence, nor not lost enough because we're holding their hand every step of the way. So really, how do I um, kind of get there bit by bit? Then we also do observations of their sessions and give them feedback on that um, for the first few students that they work with. Um, And they observe our sessions, so more seasoned tutor sessions. They get a peer tutor assigned to them um, in addition to their manager, who's their lead. 
Um, and they meet with both on a regular basis so that they can ask questions, go over students, um, any difficult situations they may have had. Um, we also have a several group chats where any tutors can ask other tutors for insights. Hey, I came across this ACT question. I was wondering if anyone figured out an alternate way to solve it, right? Things like that. So really, again, having that team at your fingertip. So being there to support each other. And if you're a test prep tutor, we do a lot of training on how to tutor for the SAT and ACT. Um, so both on content as well as on method and tips and best practices. So that's another 15 hours or so, or 20 hours even on top of our regular tutor training. Awesome, thank you. So I know that's a little a, a little bit lengthy. I had a lot of questions. There's two more left. Um, what is a little known fact about Strive to Learn? And then what do you wish that like more parents or students knew um, so little known fact about Strive to Learn. I started that sentence without knowing how to end it. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I guess it's the amount of teamwork behind everything. I think that as a student, you see your tutor and you think that's it. Um, but I do really think that, you know, there is so much that goes into scheduling and and really figuring out how, how to juggle, you know, the, the, the theater student who just got an extra rehearsal with the football student who has a team meeting tonight and, and having to reschedule. And, you know, I mean, we do have a cancellation policy, but we do really try to accommodate everyone's needs and um, and communicate that with our entire team. So I think that's something that's probably hopefully not that visible <laughs> we try to do it on the on the down low um and then i think the other thing is that that might not be as well known is that um i started strive to learn kind of on a whim i was a private tutor and i realized one day as i was agonizing over what do i want to do in my professional life and what kind of career would i like to start i was still in my master's degree at that at that point and kind of lost and i came out of a tutoring session and i was just so excited my student had finally had that aha moment and we'd had like three sessions and the student it just clicked um and i was like wow wait, am I already doing what I want to do? <laughs> so that little thought started Strive because I kind of built a website on a whim, threw up a Yelp page and was like, let's see where this takes us. And here we are nine years later. So we are not corporate. <laughs> we are really a small business and have stayed a small business. Um, we have grown a lot in our expertise and in our team and in the way that we serve our clients. Um, but I think we'll always be a small business um, that really wants to be a second family or home to our clients um, because that's really how we started. That's really what it's about for us. What was the last question? Sure. No, uh, thank you. And then what do you wish that more um, parents knew about the educational process? I guess that where, where you go to college is not who you will become. And those words are kind of stolen. <laughs> um, there's a book, Google it. Um, but the I, I think there's just parents worry a lot about their kids. And I think it's really important for parents to know 
or just to think back about themselves. You know, don't forget what it was like for you and where you came from and think about the mistakes you made. Like really think, think about them. Did you grow from the mistakes you made? Or are you trying to shield your child from mistakes that you made because you already learned a lesson? And so you want your child to skip the mistake and just know the lesson. That lesson's probably not going to stick, right? So this may sound like a tangent, but I think it's just so important to allow our teens to make mistakes and to be there to support them through it, but not to hover over them to try to save them from mistakes, because that's how we learn and that's how we grow. And I think it's really important to instill in our teens that that's okay. Like make a mistake. It's okay. Your life will not be over. <laughs> um, and you will have grown and learned something. So teens already are putting so much pressure on themselves to be perfect all the time. And I think it's so important to really reinforce that making mistakes is actually a huge benefit in life. And in that same way, going to college is something awesome if that's what you want to do. It's also something that you can do in many different ways. You don't have to go to only the one school that you've heard of or that you've thought about since you were two years old. So really, I hope that parents can can help their kids open their minds. And I hope that parents themselves can open their minds to all the beautiful options that are out there when it comes to learning, when it comes to higher education, because there, it sometimes sounds like there's only one way to do something, to get to where you want to get to, to become a young professional. And really there are so many different ways. Um, and that's really what I hope that we can, especially our college counseling team can help our clients um, explore and discover and open their minds to. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. As we continue to produce episodes of this podcast, you can follow along on our website, www.scratchcoin.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stay tuned for future episodes, and don't forget to subscribe. We'd appreciate any support you can give, including likes, downloads, shares, and good reviews. Got something you want to learn about? Ask us questions in the comments or DM us on Instagram at strive to learn tutoring. Get the latest updates on the college admissions world and be the first to receive exclusive offers when you subscribe to our newsletter by visiting our website, www.strive2learn.com. Thanks for sticking around and I'll see you next time.